Welcome to another brand new episode of the Battle Science Podcast, a Pokemon Go PvP podcast where we talk about Pokemon Go PvP. Who would have guessed it? Woo! Uh, Surprise! Silphorina. Go Battle League at this point. Good heavens, that's not going any away anytime soon. Um, events and Pokemon Go in general. We're, we're getting a little more generalist in our some of our topics these days, I think. No, that um, PvP's becoming mainstream now. That's true. Yeah, yeah, I think... Yeah. Go Battle League is spreading it, and... Niantic and the Pokemon Go app has been doing enough events that feel more geared towards PvP anyway. So, yeah. I think that makes sense. This is an episode for the beginning, not the beginning, sort of the middle of March, right? January, February, March? March. Beginning of March. No, middle of March. I just said... <laughs> We're recording this on March 10th. This will go out on March 13th. Uh, Friday the 13th. Have a spooky Friday. Uh, spooky's not the right. What is Friday the 13th? Superstitious. Superstitious Friday the 13th. Watch out for black cats. Don't step, under, step underneath ladders. Don't break mirrors. And don't knock over salt shakers. Or something like that. I knock over the salt shaker at work all the time. And I never know which... Because you're, you're supposed to like throw salt over one shoulder. <laughs> but I never know which shoulder it is. So, so I just throw salt everywhere and hopefully the bad luck is gone i can't ever tell we got some topics to cover this week a lot of changes recently for pvp mm, i wouldn't say a lot of changes not but like some game big changes. changes but like some big changes things to look forward to yes and some things to look back at uh toxic is continuing i don't know why it would stop but uh Toxic is, is has changed a little bit. There's some updates to it that we're going to look at. There's a couple of uh, top top heavy hitters that we're going to dissect and look at counters for. And if you want to know more about the Toxic Cup, check out our last episode recording where we kind of dive into our first impressions and kind of cover what we assume were the top picks at the time. Yes. Uh, Trash Woman M was not on that list, really. No. It is... It's a big thing. We're going to be talking about that for sure. The shadows, shadow Pokemon are now, I don't want to say uber relevant because they're, it's more niche. It's kind of like how the, what were they? The, the purified Pokemon with return were more niche when they originally came out. And then after the return buff, they kind of died down. I think shadow Pokemon with out frustration. Now we'll talk about that. Without frustration, Shadow Pokemon are now sort of that niche instance of Pokemon, purified Pokemon with return. So, March events. Did we, I don't remember exactly when we recorded and how much we covered the March events. I think all of the March events came out like right after the podcast came out. It wouldn't surprise me. So, there's a lot of <laughs> March events. We're notorious for that. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on. Not... It's I mean, not just like February. Yeah, just like February. I feel like the March calendar with they released all of the Niantic released all of the info for March, all of the events at the same time, which felt a little overwhelming. And I think there's enough like new stuff coming that we do 
one thing is it, like F- FOMO is real, and so Ken over at Lured Up, the Lured Up podcast, uh, and a lot of other people, like ton of people on Twitter, myself included, have looked at the 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 calendar of all of the stuff going on, and have gotten a little overwhelmed. Um, something that popped into my head is we just have to take a deep breath and recognize that these things are going to come back. Uh, we'll they get another do. chance. Yeah, we'll get another chance to get looking ahead it's going to be is i don't know if it's this weekend or the next weekend the lugia shiny shiny lugia with arrow blast it'll be back i mean just like this last weekend we had dark cry people are going for crazy for dark cry and it's like honestly i didn't really see too much of it in ultra and master i think people just wanted it because it's shiny yeah yeah it's an interesting counter to it's a glass glassy counter to giratina yeah for sure but and because it's a legendary, it's already so high in CP to begin with. And then so, I think it was just today started Registeel and Cresselia raids. Yes, and those will be gone by the time this podcast goes up too. Yeah. So a little bit of go battle league prep raids going on. But if you're listening to us here live on Twitch at Battle Science Twitch.tv slash Battle Science with us in the live recording right now. Yep. Um tomorrow's raid hour. Good opportunity to go out and get a couple of those. Actually, that makes me... So what's in the five-star right now? Registeel. Thunderous, Registeel, and Cresselia. So what's going to be the boosted for the raid hour? It's going to be all three. Interesting. It'll all be gyms with all three of those. There's a sm- Oh, and the Stardust bonus is going to yeah. go on too. There's a small chance that I will be actually be working on Thursday and not Wednesday. So there's a small chance I'll be able to join you guys. Okay. Because I will take that Stardust. But for those of you who are listening to the recording, now after that, I hope you're able to get out and get some of those raids in because yeah. you know how people love their Registeel. Oh, and uh, Registeel and Cresselia both confirmed to be shiny. Ooh, nice. Very nice. I'm going to go get my Sprite Can Green Registeel. <laughs> I can't remember. I can't remember. Uh, what's Cresselia's shiny look like? It's a dark green and purple. Dark green and purple? Okay. I don't. I don't have one. Or light sorry, green, sorry if I sound a little stuffy. Um, it's not the coronavirus. It's just a head cold that hasn't gone away entirely yet. Mm. So, yeah, lots to enough. lots to look forward to coming up in March. Oh yeah, um, a lot of like you mentioned FOMO. If you're going to miss out on some of these events, but I think the nice thing is is you can look ahead. Yeah, and plan out yeah. what's important to you. Uh huh. The uh, speaking of not having coronavirus, coronas. Coronavirus, virus coronavirus delays uh and how it affects pokemon go players and events and then we got announcements for go battle league season one updates so we're going to cover some of those that'll be our last wrap-up talk- topic you mean go battle lag <laughs> i'm gonna throw my book at you if you do that one more time yeah the one thing that kind of bothered me was they didn't I didn't see anything when they specified season one coming out on Friday-ish. I didn't see anything specified saying, hey, we're looking into... The connection uh, issues. Yeah, we're we're looking into server maintenance or... Are the, what, as a company, would they tell you that? I would, I would think they would... Their communication has gotten leagues better in the last couple of months. Yeah. If not the last year or so. I would anticipate them to be a, a bit more transparent and say, hey, we recognize that there's issues. So Rainbow Six Siege did a, the, in their seasonal stuff, this was like two years back, they had they took a season off. They called it Operation Health. 
they were like, we need to fix uh, servers, there's lag, there's bugs in the game, we need to restructure assets so that we can continue to release updates and not crash servers or have problems. They basically went through and ground up fixed stuff. I'd love to see some of that communication saying, not necessarily take a season off of Go Battle League, just a, hey, we recognize that there's a lot of lag and cons- inconsistencies and stuff. We're going to try and work on some of that. I or think they're kind of working, working on, on it, but they just, I don't feel like they're obligated to tell us. Yeah, but as the main, I mean, as the main player base, though, this is this is a, a core mechanic, the, the connection peer-to-peer uh, across the world via Go Battle League is a, a key point of the game. True. So... Um, I they did just post something in their latest patch notes that single turn fast moves shouldn't be causing as much issue, if any issue at all. Excuse me. Um, so moving what was it? forward, moving forward. So it was. What are the moves? Things like uh, the counter. No counter is not a one turn. Okay. What are the one turn like moves? Think like bite. Okay, bite and other one turn moves in Go Battle League shouldn't be freaking out go battle league in the servers and stuff at this point so thankfully that's gotten fixed that was something that a lot of people have been talking about recently so you ready to jump right into some toxic oh i've already got my feet wet in that pool jump into the trash um the trash cup (laughs) it's so funny with all the events going on right now and where it started at the beginning of the month and now with everything that's going on this just is like the perfect fit for the name for the month yeah uh, (laughs) i wouldn't say perfect odd sure it's aptly appropriate it makes yeah it makes me nervous so toxic cup is shaping around a meta of help me out it's the barrel toxic croak trash wormadam yep. correct that is the the three squad that we've heard quite a handful about the barrel we're looking at uh silf.gg forward slash cup forward slash toxic that and looking at fever. the cup stats yeah um so the barrel toxic croak and wormadam trash cover their weaknesses fairly well toxic croak beating the barrel the barrel beating any of the fires or grounds and wormadam beating uh the fighting and poison fighting poison uh beating out normals because of its bulk yep so the barrel being a very great counter to hip on with fire fang or camera up which is non-existent which stings yep the uh the one thing is the tanks in here with steel are very good because of the lack of fire. There is only a little bit of fighting, so Toxicroak, Heracross, uh, Escavalier, which <laughs> is a pseudo-fighter because it has counter, but it's a bug steel. Another pseudo-fighter that I think I forgot to mention last episode is uh, Ursaring. Ursaring oh, and Dawnfan. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Dawnfan actually a uh, pretty reasonable counter to Trash Wormadam. It's up there. Yeah. Impressively enough. Although I don't think you'll see it a whole lot. No. Because it's a f- pseudo fighter that loses to other pseudo fight or to other fighters. Yeah. So fun thing though is you can run Dawn Fan with either Mud Slap, Counter, or Charm. Yeah. Yeah, it's got options. I think Ursa Ring has It has another, counter and it has Shadow Claw. Which is a fairly reasonable not necessarily in this cup, but 
reasonable. Neutral damage for most. Yep. Speedy, speedy, fast move. I think you see Steelix up there on the list just because it's a really good tank. It does good amounts of neutral damage with Crunch. Dragon Tail does neutral damage against everything but the Steels. Yep. And uh, Wigglytuff. And then it also just... Like you mentioned, there's not much it fears. It's it takes neutral or it takes super effective still from water, because steel doesn't resist water, uh-huh. and it's also just a good generalist, kind of like S Cavalier. But it's I got think, Thunderfang if you want to run it spicy. Yeah, if you want to if you want to catch off a by barrel or a Golbat or something, it'll be like wait. The thing with those fun like catch you off moves is you can only really run those once, and then your opponent knows. Yeah. But looking at the rest of this list, it's kind of what I expected. I see the Gliscors, the Drapion with the Ice Fang. So I had a match with Proto Man, and Drapion versus Rhydon didn't work out too well. Your Drapion or his Drapion? Yeah, my Drapion. Versus your his Rhydon? Yeah, because Mudslap well wrecks him. Mm, and okay. it still does the ice fang still does super effective but Rhydon and rhyperior both have really good bulk so it's also something to consider yeah. not to mention rhyperior just getting rock wrecker from community day oh yeah so it's got that extra spam and they both have access to surf for neutral damage oh yeah which also get off real quick yeah so that's as pseudo waters they they perform in this meta as well, they perform very well. Because their biggest threat in this meta are going to be fighting and uh, grass. And grass is non-existent. Grass is almost non-existent in this meta. Except Sheftree. You'll see Sheftree, you'll see Meganium, but they're lower than... The rest of everything. They're at a 4% usage. Yeah. so They're there specifically to counter things that that person's team is needing coverage for. Are you surprised that I'm not running any grass on my team? No. There you go. So I think Rhyperior, there's just too much. Is there a right? Where is Rhydon on this list? Maybe it's not on this list. I don't see Rhydon at all. I see Rhyperior at 2%. Let me I mean, Rhydon might not be as popular because it doesn't have the unique moves. That was just my opponent had it. Nope, I only see Rhyperior on this. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, Rockwrecker is going to be helping it out a lot. Although, although Rhydon... Eh, Huh. So I'm thinking. I'm just thinking. I haven't. I haven't used Rhyperior yet to get a good sense of of its play. I think I. I feel like I have used it, but I don't have one that I didn't power. I feel it up. like those top ten are the things that you're seeing the most, though. Oh yeah. No, that's. I mean, percentage. That it's organizing by percentage. I, so. I know, but I mean, like, just overall, across the board, those are the things I think that that would be your safe pool, if anything. Yeah. For for team comp. So. Trash Warmer Dam is something that I'm terrified of, and I see a lot of people using, but it's also something that not everyone is going to use, because if you don't have a Trash Warmer Dam yet, you do have to have it at level 38, 39 to have it within PvP range. And it's a 75,000 second move. It's a very expensive, so it's something to be concerned going up against. But just know that that person invested a lot in it. (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah. So so one of the things I wanted to do was to bring up a couple of counters for it. 
for going up against for team comps and stuff. So in my original team that I built, obviously Hippowdon I think is the number Hippowdon and Shiftry are the two biggest counters to it. Yes. Uh yes. So I wanted to go the the fires were something that I wanted to kind of go over. So that's uh Skunk Tank with Flamethrower. The Hip Out On with Firefang. Yep. And Camera Upt, which really isn't around. Is he even on that list? Uh, he's down at the bottom with 1% usage. Okay, he's there with 1%. Congratulations, you're on up here higher than uh, right here, uh, right on. <laughs> Let's see. I want to look up at fire types or fire type moves. So at fire on PV Poke, we'll show you anything with the f uh, fire type move. Tranquil has Heat Wave. Staraptor has, I think, Heat Wave as well. Unpheasant has Heat Wave. Skunk Tank has Flamethrower. Hip Out on with Firefang. Uh, Gabite and Garchomp are on here. I believe they both have Flame. No. Gabite has Flamethrower. Garchomp has Fire Blast. If you have good ones and you're looking for a pseudo fire, go for it. I wouldn't <laughs> necessarily recommend powering up like a non non-good one that's one that we'll never probably never see a community day for or something so and when we have it have had the quote-unquote boosted spawns the boosted spawns have not been all that impressive so chat hot has a heat wave <laughs> staravia has heat wave why do all the birds act? have heat wave i don't know that's a good question they flap really their wings so hard I, I guess <laughs> that'd be something to ask. Yeah, not necessarily Niantic, but like the Pokemon Company, as to the reason. They're all why. just off spawns of Moltres. <laughs> <laughs> Moltres was the first bird. No, it would have been Articuno, Uno, Dostres. Ha ha. Yeah, Moltres would have been three. Porygon has hidden, or the yeah, the Porygons have the hidden power, so it can have hidden power fire, which is helpful. But yeah. So, fire is uh, weird. It's very limited. It's very limited in this. Hip out on with Fire Fang is going to be one of your highest. Skunk Tank with Flamethrower is probably going to be very, a lot better of a generalist, whereas Hip out on is going to be easily, more easily countered. So, here's the thing I realized looking between <coughs> the top fire users was if you're going to do Skunk Tank, you need to have the energy advantage or be able to live long enough to get it and then hope that they don't shield it. With Hippowdon, it's straight damage. There's no waiting. It's just straight damage. Yeah. So that I went with the Hippowdon over the Skunk Tank because majority of the time, it's going to be something that you want to get switch locked on and you want to just eat it down. Whereas if you have a Skunk Tank and it works on your team as an offshoot option, you can run it. But just realize you have to have the right scenarios where you have your opponent with no shields and that you have ways to keep that skunk tank alive. Another Pokemon that you want the energy advantage on. Ludicolo. Mm. Ludicolo and Lumbre. Oh, that was my Wi-Fi antenna. I imagine the stream's going to go down here shortly. Did it unplug? No, it just got knocked down, so it's probably going to like freak out. Time. Yeah, connecting to the Wi-Fi in my house. Here we go. <laughs> and it fell over. <laughs> You're just having a time. Yeah, this is going to be. You should get like one of those like sticky adhesive pads. Yeah, I could do that. I mean, this is the stream PC, so it's it goes with us everywhere. So sticking it 
permanently is not a good idea. Get some Velcro, stick it on the side of the case. Yeah, that might work. <laughs> the Ludicolo, uh, J.R.E.C. Wolf, did a, not a nifty or thrifty, did a Under the Lights article on Ludicolo and Lumbre. Um, we've got an ask uh, of how'd your match with Mystic 7 go? I won. It was good. Uh, you have the recording, right? Yes. So we can post it up on Twitter or something later? Yeah. Maybe we could dissect it. That'd be fun. That'd be interesting. Um, Ludicolo. Uh, Jerry Seawolf did an article on it on Reddit. It's not on the sylph.gg slash toxic. Or I think they're working on other stuff right now. <laughs> yeah. The um, the um, Under the Lights articles actually don't seem to go up on the resources page for each of the the monthly cups. So check on the Reddit. Uh, he's got great articles. Not to mention they're probably floating around on Twitter too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he'll post them up on Twitter too. Um, so Ludicolo actually beats Wormadam Trash. Uh, Ludicolo. Really? Bubble Ludicolo with okay, bubble, bubble over yeah. over Razor Leaf. Yeah. So I was just gonna this, say if it's bubble, I can see it. So he was saying in this uh, in this meta specifically, Razor Leaf Ludicolo works like every other Razor Leafer, versus so why not run a grass, a pure grass or something that's a little bit more versatile within this meta? Um, so looking at like Venusaur or a Razor Leaf or something else. Yeah. Um, but with the bubble, it makes sense. But with bubble, it runs as more of a water, so it can fill something like Bibarel's uh, slot. So Ludicolo with bubble, you've got Hydro Pump and Ice Beam. Ice Beam actually gets off pretty quick. It's a Ice Beam is a really good general move in this cup, too. Oh, yeah. So Grounds are weak to it. Grasses are weak to it. Flyers are weak to it. Dragons are weak the, to it. The dragons, which aren't really around. Flygon's going to be very popular. Yeah. but So... Ludicolo is a very interesting counter to Trash Worm and Dam. I had to look at my notes for whatever reason. I think the only thing Trash Worm Dam has to watch, uh, or Ludicolo has to watch out for in that matchup, is that if it has the, I think it's Bug Buzz as its charge move. What was that? Speaker? Weird. Yes. Because I think... it still takes super effective because of its grass. Yeah. I th- er, Yes. Although I think Trash Wormadam mostly runs with what? Confusion? Confusion, Iron Head, and then Bug Buzz. I think it's probably primarily using Confusion. Well, no, it is, but I'm saying the second, the charge move. Oh, 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 okay. Yeah, the, so the couple of sort of asterisks in the uh, Under the Lights article were having a single bubble, a single bubble energy gain off in a match, having just one little bit more energy in a 1v1 match, significantly significantly increases Ludicolo's uh, win rate because of just it just needs a tiny little bit of an energy advantage. Mm-hmm. And then in most cases, either in a 0-0 shield scenario, it, it works wonders because you're able to get off Ice Beam pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Which hits then, Ludicolo for, or for uh, Trash Ramadan for neutral. Yes. Or... Um, hydro Pump. Or, hyd- or Hydro Pump especially... Because it gets, there's no, it's neutral with stab, and the overall amount of damage is pretty crazy. Yeah, uh, trash. I think it's supposed to be equivalent really to like it. a Stone Edge, right? Hydro Pump. Maybe I haven't looked into the sort of equivalence of Hydro Pump. Okay, but the Trash Warmer Dam can't handle the outright amount of damage that Hydro Pump is. Okay. Um, 
in the one one scenario, Ludicolo usually requires a shield because yeah. it's just not quite as bulky. It does kind of surprise. It is a little bit surprising in in its bulk, but it's not incredibly bulky. Right. So it is definitely something you you'll want to need want or need to use a shield on as an additional resource. But it does perform fairly well. Yeah, I ran one in a uh, fusion, and I was happy with it as a razor lever. Okay. So uh, while you're looking at that, another option to counter Trash Wormerdan is uh, Steelix. Okay, I was like, what are you pointing to? <laughs> Steelix or Gliscor? Gliscor has got the neutral from the flying. It's not going to resist confusion. It'll still take neutral from it. Uh, it will resist the steel and the bug moves that it has, though. And... Night Slash, Earth Power, or no, sorry, Sand Tomb, or Earthquake all hit it for a fairly good amount of damage. Same thing with Steelix with Crunch. It's going to hit it for super good amount of neutral damage fairly quickly. Steelix is going to resist everything that Trash Wormadan uses. Nothing is effective against uh, Steelix that Wormadan uses. Does Trash Wormadan get uh, Energy Ball? Um... No. Bug Buzz, Iron Head, or Psybeam. Okay. Or it's Charge Moves. Okay. So, Bug yeah, then nothing it has is good against Steelix. Yep. So, Steelix, realistically, Gliscor and Steelix are both Pokemon that you should have built already. Yeah. Gliscor, less so, but it was very revel- uh, relevant last month. Mm-hmm. Steelix has been relevant for a, a very long time. <laughs> so, if you're looking for something to help counter out and bulk out Trash Wormadam, Steelix is a good option. Steelix is the great wall to trash Ramadan only if you can get it swap locked on it. Yeah. Because if you send out a Steelix and they see it, it's going to run away. Yeah. It's not going to want to stay there. Let's Another see. one that I like is uh, Shiftry. Shiftry mm. resists the confusion, but you do have to watch out for the bug buzz. Um, I've actually seen Shiftry run a couple of different ways this cup. You can either run it with Hurricane, which is a flying-type move, or you can run it with Snarl, which still does good amounts of damage because it's still neutral with Stab with Dark. I didn't realize it had Hurricane. That's interesting. Yeah. It beats the Flyers, it beats the Grass, and it also beats the Bug. Hurricane beats Flyers? Fighting, sorry. Oh, okay. I was going to say, I was like, eh? If you can get to it. It's same speed as a Megahorn, and with Snarl, <laughs> I mean. That's true. The other sort of general slot that I wanted to cover, because they'll all, most of them, except for one, pretty solidly counters Trash Wormadam, because it's bug, is... Was it a flyer? The flyers. Oh, the flyer, the general flyers. Uh, normal and... If I can spell it. Fly. F-L-Y-N-G. Normal and flying. So Pidgeot, uh, Tranquil. Swallow, Star Raptor, Unpheasant, Farfetch, Do Do Dodrio. The farther I go down this list, the worse they are. <laughs> um, so Pidgeot being with Wing Attack being one of its legacy, legacy being like the highest. I think Air Slash is still okay usage. It's not super. I think if you see a Pidgeot, there's a safe bet it's got Wing Attack. Yeah, if you don't have the Wing Attack Pidgeot. Swellow was recommended as a very um, solid replacement. Yeah, ah, I hate that I'm recognizing that I'm all like stuffed up and I sound like just fabulous. 
Yeah, just nasally. Hello, kids. Uh, so Tranquil as another viable option. Air Slash, Sky Attack, Aerial Ace. I believe Swellow's has a little bit more bulk than Tranquil. Mm-hmm. So Swellow might be recommended a little bit higher. Also, Swellow has Wing Attack, so it also performs in a similar instance to Pidgeot. Pidgeot. Sky Attack, Brave Bird, Aerial Ace. So its charge moves really don't give it a whole lot of It's a flyer viability. and it's doing flying job. Yeah, it's a flyer <laughs> and it's doing flying things. Um, so the flyers, for the most part, Star Raptor as well. Although Star Raptor doesn't win quite as safely. Right, it's a bit more of a glass cannon of the birds. Because it's got quick attack, wing attack. It's almost... PV Poke has quick attack at a higher usage, which is interesting. I think it's better energy gains. Better energy gains to get off that fighting charge move and then skedaddle. Yeah, the so the interesting thing about Star Raptor is it does have close combat. So that helps it out with steals. That helps it... Steel, rock. It. Yeah. And the normals. I mean, it would smack by barrel. And other normals, yeah. And it would still do significant damage even to the normal flyers. Mm-hmm. So, Storaptor has, out of all of them, is one of the glassier of the normal flyers. Something that I really, looking at, specifically looking at the, what was the, um, South American Cup. I don't remember if it was in Mexico. The one where, now I'm, now I'm going to look stupid because I don't actually remember. Let me, let me. What's the context? The first person to get elite status. Oh, were they running a Star Raptor? No, they were not. But looking at that team comp, or looking at the team comps of the top level people in that meta mm-hmm. or within that tournament, yeah, no one was running flyers. No, which made me very sad. And I mean, it's just they have so many common weaknesses. Everything in this cup has ice or rock. Not necessarily. Uh, a whole lot of stuff. While you're looking that up, I think we've pretty much covered up Trash Wormadan. Yes. Definitely something to look out for. Definitely something to be prepared for because there's going to be a lot of them. Does that mean that everyone in your tournament's going to have one? No. But you should have a backpedal option on your team just in case. Marto Galde, I believe is the pronunciation, okay. um, is the first player to get to the elite status in Silverina. I believe first person to get elite status, period, because the elite ranking wasn't in season one. Nope. Let Didn't they say they were going to add two new rankings? I believe so. I believe that is correct. At the beginning of season two. So the tournament was La Copa Toxica and Parique Riviadavia. Okay. Liga Argentina. I, I somehow passed Spanish, but wasn't all that good at it. So it was a, let me see, seven round. He went a perfect seven at table one the whole time, uh, seven and oh, first player to reach the elite rank. But when How I was looking through. How many people were in the tournament? It was a hundred and, let's see, 115 checked in a hundred and just shy, a handful of people left 104 people at the end so just a little bit shy of what portland was yes what yeah, was it portland we had about at? 130 okay let me see so the second ranked person in the checked in participants has a pidgeot 
no normal flyer. No normal flyer. No normal flyer. The We don't get to another normal flyer until Pidgeot. Much lower. And many more people. And then we get a Swellow. Congratulations what about Golbats? Did everybody have a Golbat? There's a lot of Golbats here. Okay. Yeah. Golbat. By Barrel. Very consistent. Yep. Steelix was also very consistent. Glyscore. Yep. Toxicroak. The nice thing about this cup is there's a lot of things that you can bring back from other cups. Trash Warmer Dam also very, very, very common. Yes. I would say a good 90% of these have Toxie, Trash Warmer Dam, and Steelix. Okay. Glyscore is also very high usage. Golbat is also very high usage. I think so. It's absolutely insane. There's a couple, of, there's a uh, giraffe rig in here. That's what I actually contemplated today when I was building my team. Shout out Ice Galder. I'm going to butcher that name, but running the giraffe rig. Way to go. Torterra. Giraffe rig is an interesting pick because, wait, did you say Torterra? There's a Torterra in here. Oh, okay. A Torterra. You said Torterra. For some reason, in my head, I popped up Torkoal. Oh. I was mm-hmm. like, wait, what? Huh? There's the first Quillfish. Yeah, I think Quillfish is just a little scared because Wormydan just eats it for breakfast. Mm. Some Hepaldons, but not super common. There's a Venomoth. That's nice. Non-Legacy anymore. So, I Pilo think... Swan, shout what out. was on the docket for after Wormadan? After Wormadan, we were going to... I just want to talk more the Toxic. If there's anything else that super stands out here. Not surprised Wigglytuff is at 6, but there really isn't any other fairy. There's too much poison around. I just can't... I'm, I'm surprised Wigglytuff's... As high as it is. As high as it is, yeah. There's just too much poison. It's a going good around. fighting counter. Yeah. Yeah, but there's stuff that is gonna help that are gonna are going to out bulk. And I think the normal flyers or just like Golbat. I think it's also one of those things that it's just relevant because people have it. That's true. People have it and they want to run it. It also has ice beam, so that's helpful. Yep. So let's see. Shadow Pokemon. This is something I haven't paid too much attention to. Uh, I did really enjoy the uh, Rocket Takeover weekend event we had this last weekend. Yep. There's a lot of poisons. There's a lot of Krogunks and Skunk Tanks and Drapions and Hypnos out and about. So a handful of super meta relevant Pokemon for Toxic and then a handful of super meta relevant Pokemon for Go Battle League. So... What was your? Because you actually did the. You were able to participate in the, th- what? Three hour. Three event. hour event. Yeah. How was your? What was your? So experience. We went around for probably about the whole event. We mostly did driving, just because you know, with all the crud that's going around right now with the coronavirus, we didn't want to take our chances, you know. So we just stayed in the car and drove from stop to stop, pulling off safely to the side where needed. Um. It was interesting because it was nice to see all the shadow Pokemon. And also, <laughs> we ended up over at Costco. And, like, literally with five minutes to spare because we had all gotten our sixth piece for a uh, rocket radar to fight a boss. Uh-huh. And there is uh, Arlo right there within the last ten minutes. And he had... Oh, what was it? He had the Scyther, Charizard, Scizor lineup. And they all had the really fast charge moves. Oh, goodness. So it was a heyday to try and beat it in time. Uh With five minutes left, I was able to TM some uh, frustrations off of some Shadow Pokemon that I wanted to keep. 
I think my favorite one that I was able to TM away is a rank uh, 120 Shadow Tyranitar with SmackDown. Ooh, that's nice. Yeah. I had a handful myself. That. But hopefully you guys are able to get, guys and girls were able to uh, get some of those TMs used and get some good Shadow Pokemon that you're going to be able to use for PvP because, well, Shadow Pokemon are going to be a thing now. Yep. So, Shadow Pokemon, this was, let's see, March 2nd, so about a week ago when we are recording this. Um, the article went up that the Shadow Pokemon damage buff it would be live. So, fast and charge attacks will do 20% more damage, but they will also take 20% more damage. Isn't there like a buff or debuff that does that? No, not in game yet. Not necessarily. Huh. Powering up a Shadow Pokemon and teaching a Shadow Pokemon uh, an additional charge attack now costs less Stardust and Candy. I love this. I love that it costs less because the yeah. the overall cost for Shadow Pokemon was ridiculous. I, kept, I remember when you mentioned this, I was like, wait, what? I was like, so it went from it went from a times three multiplier for cost. So something like the, what was it? It was a 10,000 Stardust. Was 30,000, wasn't it? It was 30,000. That was like Zubat, and I was like, okay, that's not terrible. It's not great, but it's not terrible. Um, or something like uh, Shadow Moltres, <laughs> which, you know, 100,000 Stardust second move is now a 300,000 second move, which is ridiculous. I was like, this is dumb. I'm keeping these, these Shadow Pokemon because they're very good PvP IVs as Shadow Pokemon, but I'm not touching them as far as, like, cost or anything. So when they announced this, I was exploded. So from a times three multiplier for multiplier multiplier for cost to a times one point three, I believe that sounds right. So a much 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 lower overall cost. The cost. Oh my gosh, it's amazing! It was amazing, amazing to read this. Shadow, legendary shadow Pokemon you save from Giovanni are now more powerful. I don't know exactly what that means. I'm reading directly from PokemonGoLive.com slash EN slash post slash shadow Pokemon update slash. If you want to check that out. Uh, let's see. I think they're just putting an emphasis to make you want to do them. Because I know like for myself, I didn't want to purify 15 shadow Pokemon to get a legendary that I was never going to use. No. And I'm... I need to uh, purify five Pokemon to get the next piece of research. The next one I want, I want a shadow. Hopefully I get a good shadow Suicune because 20% more damage on a bubble beam. 20%. Yeah. 20% more damage. Like with Suicune, like Suicune's kit is nice. We've seen Suicune in ferocious. It can do very well. I'm a little sad that I didn't go out and do shadow Raikou because of the shadow ball with Raikou would have been so much fun. But, that um, and wild charge. Yeah, but I think Suicune's defensively built enough that it can live with the debuff and be good. Yeah, I'm gonna try. Actually, you know what I should do? I should try and do, try and get two, because get I have, lined up so you can get. Yeah, two. so I can get two. So that one's that one's definitely what I'm gonna look at for a shadow shadow Suicune. The next sort of piece of information on this update was during certain time quote during certain time periods, Shadow Pokemon might be able to forget the charge attack frustration by learning a different charge attack with a charge TM. Though we haven't figured out when that'll be possible. 
Please stay tuned for more details. Well, we we know when that's going to be possible, and that's the three hours during a rocket takeover. So, in the future, if they do more events like this, you'll have mo- another opportunity. I let's see. <clears throat> I don't actually remember when specifically the last one was. I feel like it was around October. That sounds I f- right because we f- were in Seattle. Yeah, I feel like we're we're kind of hoping. I'm kind of hoping that it's either bi-monthly, a bi-monthly reoccurring event where Go- Team Go Rocket will take over. And you'll be able to TM frustration away, or it's a quarterly thing. So every three months, you'll I be able to TM I think quarterly is enough that people don't get over irritated with it. Yeah, yeah, it's not the absolute worst. You can still go catch more Shadow Pokemon and find reasonable ones for IV wise. So, um, or better than uh, all right ones. So, I'm curious now. So now that we know more about this, also on the TM uh, ability. It, like we mentioned, if you weren't able to get it, there's more than likely going to be more chances to have this later on. Uh, see if your friends have any. Oh, I guess you can't trade Shadow Pokemon, can nope. you? No, you can't. Only Purified. <sighs> Darn it. Yeah. But the yeah, mm. yeah. One of my one of my favorite of these Shadow Pokemon that I teamed away was like a rank forty two Shadow Abra. Mm-hmm. That that's what I was gonna say. Uh, community day moves. Yeah. So one thing you weren't able to do during this event was you could TM away frustration, mm-hmm. but you can't get community day moves. I and so for whatever reason, I initially thought that when you TM'd away, TM'd the move away, it would get the community day move. For whatever reason, I, I think there was a tweet or something that I must have missed. That's what I was gonna mention. I, I was trying to remember what it was, and it's like, oh yeah, that. I feel like there was a tweet somewhere that was like yeah if you tm away frustration it can get the community move so i that is not true (laughs) i had now i know i did two guard of wars a uh, amphros and a blastoise none of them got the the community moves and i'm like okay blastoise not a huge loss not great not a huge loss the amphros also not a huge loss dragon pulse doesn't give it a whole lot extra is it dragon pulse dragon tail dragon pulse dragon pulse uh, Guard of War, the two Guard of Wars, it's like, okay, that kind of hurts, but its kit is already pretty reasonable. It's got Psychic, with, which is actually Psychic and Shadow more. Ball, it's actually still pretty reasonable. So I have an Ultra League and a Great League Guard of War, or Shadow good Guard ranked of War. Shadow Guard of War. Which, <laughs> it's already glass. That's I mean, it's good. Hard, yeah, it's already glass, but imagine Charm hitting for more damage or yeah. Confusion hitting for more damage. Yeah, it's in, sure. in certain uh, scenarios, the thing's going to be a beast. Yeah. And that's sort of a similar instance with a lot of the other shadows. So uh, Lapras, that already has a lot of bulk, it being shadow gives it more of a um, more performance in attack. The what is it? Snorlax. Snorlax. That's the one. Thank you. Snorlax getting the shadow is also really impressive. That uh, light hurts. <laughs> yeah, I don't have I don't have any good. I have like maybe two. And so that's Shadow the thing Snorlax. I'm kind of disappointed about too. is I want more opportunities to get these legacy Shadow Pokemon. Yeah, well, I mean, if you want to use the like Elite Magikarp, GM. I would have loved to find more. I think I only got one in the window that it was available. I would have loved to have seen some more Shadow Vulpix, but Shadow Vulpix is like super uncommon, and I don't understand why. So, um, bring back more Shadow. But I mean, Vulpix, that's please. kind of like the concept of this time it was poison. Maybe next month or whenever they have the next event, we'll see maybe the, the trio of the starter elements, more mm-hmm. grass, fire, and water. I did see a lot of um, 
mudkips. I did mm-hmm. see a lot of shadow mudkips, and I'm like, I appreciate a bit more variation than just mudkips and sand shrew. That's what I saw a lot of. Yeah. So I would appreciate a, a little bit more variation. I think of all the electric ones, I think Magnemite was the one we saw the most. And that one's fine. Uh, shadow Magnezone. Magnezone performs very well, and yeah. I have a I have a good one. I TM that one too. <laughs> I'm very excited. So if you do have kind of going back to the topic about the community moves, if you <clears throat> have a Bulbasaur or should not Shadow Bulbasaur, but Shadow Turtwig, Shadow Mudkip, and you're able to TM away frustration, there's a chance that. We will in the future get the potential to get hydro cannon or frenzy plan on those again. No, we will. Guaranteed we will. We've seen it so we've seen it twice them. before the reruns during December. And there's a chance we'll see the reruns every six month, yeah. months. So save those starters, save those community days, save your Amphros, but don't evolve them. Because Or or do. Well I, there's no like, guarantee. In, yeah, in something like Amphros's case, like you don't necessarily have to have it. There, it pick pick and choose for sure. The starters definitely benefit from having those community moves for sure. So to so be safe on ones, the safe yeah. side for like things like Shadow Abra, because Abra is this weekend's community day. If you were able to TM away frustration on a Shadow Abra, it is you. It is confirmed that when you evolve it, it will get the community day move. Correct. It is confirmed. Yeah. There's. If you guys want to look for, I don't know if he did a a master post, but. Uh, Ken Pescator over at the Lured Up podcast, amongst many other podcasts. I don't know how he does it, by the way. He's he's on like four podcasts. I don't know how he does it. I'm on two, and it's still like too much. The he was talking back and forth with Niantic about all of the details of TMA away frustration. About it, yeah. Yes, it, it was awesome. Um, a ton of details. So if you've TM'd away the frustration, things that we should have known already, but they're very vague. Yeah, they're they're very vague, and I understand the like themed post on Pokemon Go Live of like, oh, Team Rocket's coming, we better watch out. And I'm like, okay, I get it. It's like kind of cute and and helpful and stuff. But like, give me a link to literally the I want like metadata breakdown of specifically how these mechanics are going to work, or I'd love that. They're probably not yeah, going to give it to us, but. Yeah, they'll they'll definitely leave that up to, to player interpretation. So that's that's kind of the benefit of he was able to go back and forth between Niantic and he's like done a contractor is working I don't know how that works, but he's doing something like with Like an NDA. I don't know if it's necessarily because it, I mean if you sign an NDA, can you there's probably a clause in the NDA that says you can't talk about the NDA. NDA being a non disclosure agreement. So uh, he was. He has. I guess he has a contact or or something at Niantic now. He's able to go back and forth and get some additional info and get some intel uh, info. Things that we the stuff. players like to nitpick on. Yeah, he's that able. They kind of yeah. go. Oh yeah, I guess that kind of makes. He's sense. able to be uh, a back and forth to get some consistent information, which was amazing. So go check out uh, Lured Up. Is it? Let me the double Pokemon check. Which, Professor Network. Yeah, let me double check what the Twitter is, what his Twitter is, so you know you can go specifically to it. Which, by the way, reminder, this weekend, Sunday, if you're listening to the podcast, is Abra Community Day. Yep. Uh, at Poke Professor Prof Network. Uh, let me just spell it. At P-O-K-E-P-R-O-F-N-E-T. So Poke Prof Net uh, is the Twitter handle. So go check that out. Uh, get some more information 
Um, he's check out the tweets about the connections between yeah. him and Niantic. Yeah, and the the more if shadow. you want to get more down on the nitty gritty of details mm-hmm. and get more information for the next time Team Rocket invades because yeah. it will happen again. Team Rocket isn't going away anytime soon. Yeah. Much as we beat, we just thoroughly destroy them in battles and for whatever reason they just can't take a hint and they all have the same hair color they have the same hair color it's they're, <laughs> they're twins and they they're like ah oh, why did you beat me now i'm gonna run away and then they come back and they come back they're kind of like <gasps> ants or termites or something they're like the worst mm. they're the worst yeah, we're the worst like how are they not you should go away like maybe at some point we'll get like a team aqua or team magma takeover like Team Rocket will take a break. They'll go on vacation or something, which I think would be kind of cool to get more themed. But I don't. Uh, maybe maybe we won't. I don't know. That would be cool. It would be cool, but it's probably something that's never going to happen. So, but to kind of pinpoint the I wanna, Shadow Pokemon, I want to I want to bridge the gap between our I, first and second uh, topics. I know, but Are I want to finish this up really quick. Okay. Shadow Pokemon are doing twenty percent more damage, but taking twenty percent more. How does that affect Toxic? Um, things like Executor, Shadow Executor, can, hurt. Confusions, can, confusion does a lot. I think it was a Toxicroak. It, a single confusion did like forty percent damage. Yes, forty percent of the health bar. So three confusions and it's dead. So which is there are only a handful of things that will make it into Toxic Cup. Bonkers. Shadow Scyther is one. Shadow Sizer is one. Yes. Shadow Golbat is high up there. Shadow Executor is one. If you actually are going to want to run a grass. Shadow Scyther and Shadow Caesar, eh, not they as really highly fast. ranked. <laughs> yeah, uh, Shadow Golbat as well is up there as um, in performance. Um, I think the benefit is in the neutral matchup; it wins over the normal. I don't know if it does. I don't know if it. It does. depends on the species. Yeah, so that's the sort of big asterisk with Shadow Pokemon is that there it's not OP. It's not, it shouldn't generate too so much. Broken. Yeah, it's not broken. <laughs> it shouldn't generate too much FOMO. Um, the asterisk on the Sylph side is that they have stated in the case of Toxic Cup, nothing's getting banned. No Shadow Pokemon are getting banned. You do have to register a Pokemon as a Shadow Pokemon. Yeah, they added a new cool little feature which is, on which your Which is interesting. Registry. Yeah, you do have to asterisk it as a Shadow Pokemon on your building your team. Whether it's a good thing or a bad thing, I don't know. Uh, and I'm pretty sure if you forget to do it, most people aren't. As long as you let your opponent know. Yeah, it's still a new feature, so it, there's people are still going to be working it out. The It's not broken. Sylph has said noth- no Shadow Pokemon are banned in Toxic, but moving forward as far as metas go, they are not against banning specific Shadow Pokemon because those <laughs> can add... Like your Gardevoir. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, things like a Shadow Gardevoir could be absolutely disgusting. In or if cup. Trash Wormadam were to get a Shadow, it could be absolutely disgusting. So There's also other things that we'll see get at, turned into Shadow as time goes on. Yeah, there's there are going to be Shadow Pokemon that are going to be disgusting in particular metas. We've I mean, because we with, could see some of the Shadow Legendaries come into play at some point. Yeah, or consider Shadow Umbreon or something. Like yeah. Umbreon and Ferocious was disgusting. Yeah, Umbreon and Ferocious was disgusting already. Imagine if it was Shadow. Yeah. So look at the previous metas, see things that dominate. Imagine if they got a Shadow Pokemon, they could dominate even more. So. But it's not unbalanced, and they are taking into consideration the balance and checks. Exactly. Go check out 
Jerry Seawolf, and two other one of the guys from PV Poke. Let me check to see. It was on the Silverina main page. Shadow Pokemon, how much do they matter? The article from March 6th. Um, they have, it was, let's see, Jerry, uh, Matt from PV Poke, and Ian, who runs uh, a bunch of simulations. I actually don't know who Ian is specifically. Let me double check what this is. Um, this is, his name is Pisisiteratus. I butchered <laughs> that so bad. Um, I'm not super familiar with what, with what Ian has done, but Jerry and Matt, um, for, uh, Jerry from Nifty or Thrifty and the Under the Lights and Matt, the the guy that leads PV Poke, um, have done a ton of stuff. So they, within the first like week or so of like the Shadow Pokemon and all of the the data and stuff they did a ton of research they went and made there's graphs they made they made a function they made a formula for this i got a like huge shout out to them they did a, they they did more math and formula for damage calculation and performance and stuff in the first week that it, it blows me away like it's uh, that's absolutely insane where can i out, find the article uh, that is self.gg forward slash updates forward slash a dash shadow dash over dash great dash leak. Or go to self.gg's main page. page and it's shadow Pokemon. How much do they matter? Uh, it's a good article. Good read. Um, the amount of statistics and stuff kind of confused me. Not going to lie. Um, <laughs> uh, but the main takeaway is in certain instances they can be powerhouses but you do have to recognize that you deal 20 percent more damage you take 20 percent more damage they are double-edged swords they will win matchups that non-shadow versions of them don't win and they will lose matchups that the non-shadow versions of them usually win so there's a it's a double-edged sword for it so go check that out um take a deep breath recognize shadow pokemon they're they're here to stay but they're not going to be absolutely disgusting. So, who shadow write you with thunder punch? Oh, uh, <laughs> I want it! 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 I mean, it's already glass, super glass now, but it's the spam on it is. Yeah. <sighs> yes. I mean, imagine. Let's see. Shadow Medi. Yeah. Maybe. Although, really, realistically, so the one sort of odd thing that I kind of want to speculate or I want to plant the seed is in, in people's brains um, and get people thinking on is what if Shadow Pokemon have a 20% damage up and a 20% uh, damage taken up, then what are Purified Pokemon, if Purified Pokemon get a buff slash debuff or something, will it be they deal 20% less damage? but they take 20% less damage? <coughs> is it basically the reverse of Shadow Pokemon? Or is it they just, their reduced cost is better? Yeah. Shrugs. Well, we, won't, we don't know yet, and I think we don't they're know still yet. working that out. They're still working that out, but what do you guys think? That's sort of my question, is if Purified Pokemon get a buff slash debuff along the lines of Shadow Pokemon, because I can't imagine it's just, oh, they deal more damage to Shadow Pokemon. Like, that's dumb. Because the amount <laughs> the amount of instances that a purified Pokemon is going to go up against a shadow Pokemon is going to be very niche. What kind of buff do you guys think purified Pokemon will get? I mean, if it's me, I think it's only a buff applied to them if it's against a shadow Pokemon, but not normal. 
That's still super niche, though. I mean, I guess the benefit is they already cost less to power up. Yeah. They already have a, I think it's a 1.3 modifier. It's essentially a cheaper normal Pokemon, but has an advantage in a shadow matchup. Yeah. Yeah, let us know. What do you guys think? Uh, We've got our discords open. Tweet us at battle underscore science. Let us know what you guys think. Power up R? Power up? (laughs) I see some emotes and I'm interested. Let's see. So Shadow Shake Up. March events. We've talked about March stuff already. Um, Quite a bit. Nope, nope. Here we go. Pokemon Go updates. Let's see. Let's just go over there. I feel like we've probably already gone over the March. Did you see uh, YTX Pikachu's comment? Uh, Only amount of code regarding purified Pokemon was purified Pokemon attack multiplier versus Shadow Pokemon. So that's the only code we have right now. Yeah, that's the only code we have right now. I guess the Shadow Pokemon code was in the the game for a while. The, yeah, for a while. And it was also it was in the UI for I feel like it was in the UI the the user interface for the the benefits for a while as well. Mm. But it never got pushed for PVP until recently, so I don't know. I I feel like the, eh, I mean it would make sense because it already has the benefit of costing less. Yeah. But it giving a plus two to each IVs pushes purified Pokemon out of Great League performance a lot. For some. For, I, for a lot though, like unless you already get like really good PVP IVs. I mean, but if they you... start putting on the things that you have to have level forty, like Sableye. That's true. I mean, it's it's very situational whereas shadow pokemon doesn't modify the ivs at all no the shadow buff debuff or the let's see the shadow attack damage doesn't affect uh the cp of a pokemon no but i think that's kind of the benefit of having lower stats on them is they get that attack damage buff yeah yeah but i'm saying that like doing anything with shadow pokemon like powering them up or anything is going to cost you does, well, it doesn't affect IVs. Having a purified Pokemon, when you purify a Pokemon, it can turn an all-right Pokemon into not a good Great League PvP True. or Ultra League because it, it gives it a plus two to attack as well, mm-hmm. which can screw where it's... True. No, I understand what you Where mean. its IVs come out But, as. I mean, at that point, then you can trade it. That's true. Uh, I wonder... I wish it's trade... Cost. I wish it wasn't a special trade. Yes, if it wasn't a special trade and its trade cost was also less, that would be interesting because it's purified. Yeah. In all sense of the matter, the cost of a purified Pokemon would be less. purified should be considered special. No, it really shouldn't. It really shouldn't. I don't... It shouldn't. Hat, Pikachus, shouldn't be special trades. Why why are they considered... Event. I'm shrugging so hard right now. (laughs) I'm shrugging so hard my shoulders are above my ears. Yeah. I wonder if I shrug often and hard enough, I can literally turn into a human jackhammer and hammer and start breaking concrete. I can just see that now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. What do we got next? March events. March events. Let's do a brief coverage because we also have to do the asterisk of coronavirus delays. Shadow Entei from Giovanni is over the course of March. Libre Pikachu hype, though. Yeah, you're right. You're darn right. <laughs> Got to get to that rank 10. 
let's see march research breakthrough encounter ferroseed for with bonus stardust so if you're looking for them ferroseeds you can get the weekly bonus weekly breakthrough uh we i have seen some of the moveset for libre pikachu we will get into that we actually we can talk about that when we get into the go battle league season one info Thunderous bolts into five-star raids. Haha, <laughs> bolts and electricity. Uh, a month of legendary special raid weekends. So every weekend has a legend, different legendary Pokemon featured. This past weekend was Darkrai. This next one is Lugia? Well, I mean, Maybe you got the Reggie and the Cresselia right now. Yeah. Then, yeah, this Well, weekend. I mean, this this is specifically saying legendary special raid weekends, not considering the days in okay, between Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then, yeah, Darkrai like, was this weekend. This last weekend, and then so yeah. I think Lugia is next weekend. I feel this like it's weekend, the end of the month. depending on when. Yeah, it's at some point. Uh, Mysterious weekend event is coming. I don't think we have info for that Not yet. yet. Team go, team go, Rocket Global takeover has already happened. The Psychic Spectacular returns with new faces. I don't know why that's not happening in parallel with Abra Community Day, because it's two different weekends. Abra Community Day is this weekend. The Psychic event is next weekend. Why are they not at the same time? I think because they don't want to deal with the coding for the spawns for that. Well, there's already other boosted I'm, spawns for I, this weekend, I know, though. So I, I, I just... Uh, it would make... It, yeah. It doesn't make sense. Two Pidgeys, one Geodude. What? Two Pidgeys, one Geodude? Two Birds, one Stone kind of Oh, thing. okay. Nice. Let's see. Pokemon Spotlight Hour Mystery Bonus Hour continues. So Spotlight Hour is seems to be consistently just all spawn points have Pokemon spawned on them. They will refresh over time or respawn over time. Go catch as many Pokemon as possible. We opted not to do that tonight. Yeah. Look, guys, we're in uh, butts and seats uh, talking about Pokemon Go rather than playing it. Screw us, I guess. Uh, people <laughs> screw people us like, and our neuteran and pidgeys yeah, well i mean people are like you can go out star piece and catch literally everything and i'm like yeah i'd love to do that but i have a podcast record um let's see and then mystery bonus hour has flip-flopped between uh bonus stardust or bonus xp so it seems like every other week it's swapping watch it this week be double candy actually that would be cool that would be actually interesting to, to have it swap between. That'd be a nice I, one to go on if it wasn't six to seven and you could go to a local nest. Yeah. Yeah, that would be nice. It's still kind of bizarre. I don't see why they don't have the spotlight hour happening at the same time as the bonus hour and just make it a weekly just like here have a random thing. Because if it, they make it as general as all poke or all spawn points have Pokemon and those Pokemon are consistently like weather boosted, it's just like kind of generic spawns with some pretty decent rewards. Like, imagine the amount of Stardust you can get if you did Star Piece bonus Stardust from the Mystery Bonus Hour on top of all of those spawns. You could drown in Stardust in a single yeah, night. I don't know about drowning. Well, you could get a lot. You can get a drink. Yeah. Liquid Stardust. There's some sort of drug reference or something there if you want to do it. Let's see. Uh, no in-game events for March may vary in following areas until for further notice. And coronavirus stuff. Players in these areas can stay tuned to our channels for updates. So Japan, South Korea, and Italy. I wouldn't be surprised if this doesn't. That list gets bigger. Expand here in the next week or two with how it's spreading throughout the world. Let's see. This is some more interesting details. Okay, here we go. 
Uh, Ultra Form Giratina is this next week. So March 13th, Friday the 13th through March 16th. Um, <laughs> yes, I agree. Altered Form Giratina is in special, raid, uh, in special raids during the weekend. Cobalion is, you're right, Lugia is the final uh, weekend. Cobalion is March 20th through the 23rd. That is... He's coming back with Sacred Sword. Coming back with Sacred Sword and shi- uh, Shiny Form. Is Sacred Sword fighting steel? Fighting. Fighting move? Okay. Does, we, are we don't thinking? have the stats on it yet. Okay. Probably good. If it's bad, then that makes me sad. I'll cry I, a single tear and then King I'll move on with my life. I mentioning on it about how it still doesn't make it good. Oh, really? Okay. Well, then I'll cry a single tear and then we'll move on. Because um, Cobalion's really bizarre anyway <laughs> for like set and its placement within leagues and stuff. Uh, and then Lugia... Special raid weekend from March 27th through March 30th. Another chance to get the pink bird, but this time with its signature move. Aeroblast. And also... Another I, one we don't have any info on. Yes. Uh, but another thing, similar to what we were saying before, if you miss out on them here, they're going to come back. They always do. So, you know, if you miss it out on this one, we'll, you know, take take a deep breath. It'll What's come up, back. What's up, Texas PvP? Bro. Bros. Let's see. Mysterious Would Arrow Blast be considered a beam? It might. Well, it's not one of the beams. <laughs> we were talking, what was it, last Thursday about the different kinds of beams. Yeah. So there's no iron beam. Steel beam? No, steel beam. Girder would disagree. <laughs> Why no? But there isn't a move called steel beam. No. Which there should be. Jetfield doesn't melt steel beams. <clears throat> That's a, what's it called? Um. Conspiracy theory time. Uh-oh. Put your tinfoil hats on. Let's Mine was see. used to wrap the Alfredo. The chicken fettuccine <laughs> chicken Alfredo. <laughs> you don't get a hat today. Let's see. A Mysterious Weekend event is coming Friday, March 20th through Monday, March 23rd. Local time. You can look forward to the following features. Stardust bonuses and more. Normal fire, water, electric, and ice type Pokemon will be appearing more often in the wild. Nincata will also be available. Cool. Appearing in the wild and hatching more often from 5k eggs. Shiny Nincata. Carablast and Shelmet will be hatching more often from 5 kilometer eggs. Yay, more egg events. Uh, Hopefully that was enough sarcasm for you guys. One star to four star raid battles throughout the weekend will feature various bug or steel type Pokemon. So normal fire, water, electric, and ice type Pokemon. But hey, bonus bugs are around two? (laughs) I wonder if that's some kind of secret spoiler into next month's cup. I don't. I, yeah, I don't know <laughs> why it's these particular types. I guess realistically, that's why they called the mysterious weekend. It's normal fire, water, electric, and ice. So that's America. No, hold on. No, because poison's not in here. I was like, these are a lot of types that have because water, water doesn't the status effects and stuff. So trying to think if there's some sort of correlation between them and i can't think of what do a quick shout out on the comment here uh texas pvp doing pretty good kind of bunking down for the cold trying to avoid getting the thing that's going the nasty that's going around the nasties wash your hands kids wash Wash your hands you nasties nasties 20 seconds sing your alphabet or Look at the memes that have the different songs. I know Rage Against the Machine posted a tweet that was Did like, they really? of, yeah, it was like lyrics of one of their songs in line with the different steps in which you are washing your hands. So uh, I know Thank You Scientist did the same thing too. So, you know, 
Go go check. Wash your hands to the Twitter. point like us, where you see the tiny little cracks from washing them too much. Yeah, my knuckles are like starting to like crack and bleed, and it sucks. <laughs> sing happy birthday is what we do it for years now. Sing it, isn't it? Sing it twice. Sing happy birthday twice. Let's see. Mysterious weekend. So the March twentieth to twenty third. Uh, two times catch Stardust. Two times hatch Stardust. So if you guys want a bunch of Stardust. They're definitely going ham with giving out Stardust, so go go take that. Yep. Take advantage of at least one of the events. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on. Let's see here. Okay, so now we talk about now we talk about the events that were delayed because of coronavirus. So I would hope by now people know what this coronavirus is. It's something you can't take lightly. No. So the Pokemon Go Safari Zone in St. Louis, which I believe was in, was it in March or was it in April? It was in March. I don't remember exactly what the dates were. We didn't get tickets. Um, We weren't planning on going. Uh, So the Safari Zone in St. Louis was postponed. Theoretically, they don't have dates for when they're going to do it next. They're just saying it's postponed. It's not canceled. Yeah. Yeah, There's a chance... There's a chance that it will come back. I've got a feeling that with all of these events that are getting postponed, something's going to have to actually just get canceled. So the uh, Pokemon Go Safari Zone has been postponed. There's some interesting little details in that. Excuse me. Goodness. Um, if you don't if you don't ask for the refund, your ticket will carry over to the postponed date and that the weekend that that event was supposed to happen or the day of your ticket still will give you bonus spawns. Yes. Similar to what they did with... The Colossal. What event was it? Was it the Colossal? Mm-hmm. The co- so the Colossal ticket, and was it... It was the couple hours that the GoFest was delayed due to the thunderstorms, I think. Mm-hmm. You got bonus spawns a couple hours after the event yeah. tied to you. Yeah, last it's kind year. Of like a kind of like a lure. So if you keep your tickets and you still plan on going at to the later to the postponed date, which we don't know yet, then if you keep your tickets, you will get bonus spawns on the day that you have for originally your event. Originally for the event. So that's an interesting little like awesome bonus that they're doing. Uh, along with that, the Battle Tower in St. Louis and the Battle Tower in Nepal's uh, Na- Naples, Nepal. Uh, I'm butchering it. I'm sorry. Those were both postponed to a later date as well because gathering, I think a lot of the governments are saying gatherings of people above 15 to 20 are like super not recommended, not advised because there's just, if there's too many people around, it's, it's going to spread. You got One problems. of the biggest concerns that most of these government officials have is when you host these events, there are people will come even if they are slightly sick. Because they don't want to miss, they have FOMO. They don't want to miss out on these kind of things. Or the people that don't have symptoms yet, but do have Backlog do have coronavirus and uh, haven't shown symptoms, but are still contagious and stuff. Yeah. So, so to prevent mass breakouts and to ensure that everybody is healthy and stays in good health, they are canceling these and postponing them mm-hmm. for everyone's better of interest. These aren't the only events. So South by Southwest down in Texas was, I believe, canceled. Emerald City Comic Con up here was 
delayed postponed. post yeah postponed till summer um the back to back with packs let's go gdc <laughs> oh god please no gdc the game developers conference down in san francisco also delayed somehow paxis still happened i think it was like right before people were like yeah let's not do this um somehow SakuraCon up here in washington is still happening i assume that's going to get postponed here any day now i don't understand how they're so optimistic for it um that's in the middle of april so they just don't care about you weebs i guess not i guess we're just constantly sick anyway so and we stay in our stay in our houses and watch anime too much anyway there's no <laughs> there's no way we have you're gonna get sick already. and you're just gonna go back home and watch more anime anyway yeah <laughs> hey if i have to call in for sick leave i'll just watch more yeah i'll just watch more anime my backlog is too big we'll just you know break through that get through the dvr <laughs> yeah bust through so I mean, we did just test the new season of Castlevania drop on Netflix. I haven't, I haven't watched it yet. I've heard it's so good. No, and we just watched the Pokemon, the movie Mewtwo Strikes Back Evolution or whatever, which is pretty good. Um, why did Brock refer to it as jelly donuts? Though I want, <laughs> I need to find whoever localized it, and I need to slap them with an actual jelly donut. And and <laughs> please don't, please don't make that dumb. Four kids translation canon. <laughs> Why? For a whole new generation. <laughs> a part of me died two nights ago when we watched it. I'm just so disappointed. You should have seen him. He kind of slouched back even further it's in the like, couch. I, I mean, it, it's a it's a funny joke. It's a funny joke at this point. But there's absolutely no reason it needs to make it canon. Like. Uh, that's what you call fan service just you wait we'll get rice ball like so your best buddy can go out and find magic item like just random items and stuff you'll get a rice ball but it's going to be localized in america as jelly donuts i'm gonna get (laughs) pissed i'm gonna slap somebody and rage quit sorry that was a tangent (laughs) i'm i have a problem but yeah the whole coronavirus thing you need to be understanding in these times right now this is something that it it can kill people like let's be serious everyone this is yes this isn't something to take lightly please be respectful to yourself and others go go educate yourself go find some reputable sources read up i'm not going to pretend i'm a reputable source um it is very serious though go 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 get educated um, Make sure you stop. I mean, don't pull like what we've seen here in Washington, where you go to the local store and there's literally no toilet paper. But get ahead of the yeah. game a little bit and stock yourself up with at least a week's provisions. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm still seeing people that are like, I'm still going to go to St. Louis and meet up with people, and it's like, no, don't do that. There's a reason they're canceling everything. Don't do that. Just stay home, please. And I mean, this there is the downside, you know, to like one of the biggest fears I had. And I think there was a couple of Twitter in the community that had mentioned this too, was it does suck that you can't get refunded your plane ticket or your hotel ticket. And that's why you always buy the insurance when you buy these. Yeah, but there's too much insurance. So there's like you can't always buy the insurance for it. You're you're never always going to know. There are some, um, what's it, uh, air flight, what are they called? delays no what are the companies called flight companies air airbnb airbus uh no there's some of the the 
some services will are awesome enough. Some of those companies are awesome enough to be able to do re- or that will to do reimburse refunds. you. Some of them are. Let's just. I uh, don't like to use profanity on the show because we're trying to be fam- fa- not trying to be. We are pretty successful at being family friendly. I have to say, I'm very impressed with us. There are some companies that do like to screw people over and will not give refunds. Those people are not okay. Those people are. Uh, they show their true colors in, in instances like these. Uh, the awesome companies that are doing refunds and stuff should big props out to them because this stuff is actually very serious and it. Were you talking about travel companies? Tra- yeah, the aircraft uh, flight. I don't. God, why can't I think of what they're called? So like uh, Alaska and Southwest and American Airlines and all of that stuff. The airline companies. Some of them are amazing. Some of them just suck. suck. Because they won't give you refunds in an instance that is in. Don't get on an airplane right now. You are recycling air, and not removing any of the contaminants. The, yeah, the the pathogens or anything like, you are in a a big metal tube with someone that's potentially sick. Like, why are you not giving refunds in a time that is incredibly serious? I that's another tangent as well. Travel Just be safe yeah. out there. Yeah, be safe out there. Please don't travel. Please don't just be like, I'm going to go to St. Louis anyway. I mean, for but, someone like me with, I have an elderly grandmother, I I want to go visit her and she's mad at me because I won't come visit her. Yeah. And my brother, wanna... he works in a retirement home and it's like, he's been telling me the stories. They're not allowing any visitors unless it is life-threatening to the patients, to the residents that yeah. he's there with. No one is allowed in or out, and even when they do, they have to go through a decontamination process before they go inside the building. Oh, boy. Yeah, it, it, this is a serious matter. Go go read up from some reputable sources. Read up on articles. Please, these big tournaments are being delayed for a reason. Please stay away from big gatherings, all of that fun stuff. And if you are part of a remote lobby, like I know you recently joined one, use this yeah. month to just do that. Although we're not going to be able to do a toxic cup, we still have too much time. We'll we'll hit. Uh, I uh, congratulations, Stephen. You just joined a, a Ghost Stadium remote lobby. Uh, <laughs> shout out to Battle Chateau seventy seven. Um, I I I did. I have not made mention that I am on a pod- podcast or I'm a content creator. I have no <laughs> idea if any of them actually listen to the podcast. It would be awesome if they did, uh, but I I kind of doubt it. No. So, but that's the nice if you thing are, about shout these. out guys. That's the nice did thing about ever, these remote ones. Hold on. Record scratch here. Did we ever actually introduce ourselves? You mean in today's episode? I don't think we did. No, I just kind of rolled with it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because usually you yell at me when I try to correct you and remind you. Oh, no, that's, yeah. Uh Oh, Airbus aircraft have air filters. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't know all that. Oh, there goes my mic slowly swinging away from me. The I know that like some air, like aircraft technology and stuff is like beyond me for the most part, but um, yeah I uh, I don't know it's just like flying and big crowds and stuff that makes me nervous as far as all of the the spreading of all of the coronavirus and stuff like it's already out there but it's trying to keep it from spreading further and and cause more um, problems so what's up choco muffins. Oh uh, boy. Okay, so we got like super serious about coronavirus and stuff. But that's something that people should take serious. Yeah, but I think we went like I don't want to say we went. I too think far. we got our PSA out for the day. Yeah, I think we. <laughs> I think we. Let me just uh, let's see if I can get this good fully. 
<laughs> close the book on that topic. We're going to end today's episode with uh, maybe, well, maybe not end, but our big last major topic is... Oh, did you want to show the recording of the match with Mystic 7 for the final? Um, nah, let's not do it on the podcast because it's a video thing. True. So we can do that, I don't know, tonight or maybe at a later date or something. You have the video file, so... Um, I, so the curate for not to sort of go back Choco Muffin, but, uh, and, and listeners, the curate for coronavirus is a 99.7%, but the mortality rate for people over 50 is not a good statistic. I don't know it off the top of my head. Again, I'm not a, uh, I'm not a reputable source on the statistics. I'm not a doctor. Please We're go read up prevention. on those articles. We're just promoting caution and awareness and and uh knowledgeable and stuff like i'm not worried about me dying i'm more worried about other people dying around me of you know the the older people the elderly or those that are going through autoimmune deficiency or have um a buddy of mine had pneumonia as a kid and so he's got scar tissue in his lungs so it makes him more susceptible it makes him more susceptible if he had the coronavirus and had the pneumonia like in the the flu-like symptoms and the coughing and stuff, he could um, either cause more damage to himself or uh, complications in and in, in the future. Yeah. So, yes, if your action can save one person, it's worthwhile. So, again, we're gonna preach caution on this. Why do I almost think that this swampert looks like a mega swampert? It's not <laughs> a mega swampert. I looked at it and it's like this lower view that you just never see a swampert. So and I'm like, I think what we're jumping like into is the oh, the announcement for season one. Go Battle League season one details begins Friday, March thirteenth at one p.m. So like a little bit after this podcast goes live on podcast services around the globe. Because we're if, as we're recording, we're still a ways out. That's a we've said that before today. I've, <laughs> whatever i'm losing it we better wrap this up quick before i absolutely go nuts let's see do you guys want me to just like read it quote tweet it or quote i think it? just skimming it i mean a lot of people have heard most of this stuff already i think just keynotes and you know letting people know they are looking to start season one of ranked go battle league this friday yes so one of the little bonuses they did at the end here of the preseason is that the Great League and Ultra League returned, and you can pick from Great League, Ultra League, or Master League as we're playing the end of the preseason. Um, so you have options, which is great, because I hate Master League. Uh, it's too expensive, and I have nothing powered up for it. So I've been running Great League, and I've been having a great time. So it's a lot more fun. I'd love to see... I know they they hate, for some reason, releasing statistics, but I would love to see the play the number of active players for each set that they released and then the total for this bet, week I between the three. Is, Great League is huge right now. Yeah. In the week where all three are available. Um I do kind of want to play around with Ultra League though. Like I don't want to touch Master League. I want to touch yeah. it like I only want to touch it with a ten foot pole. So but... when Master League came out, I was in ELO of around thirty three hundred. When Master League was done, I was down to 3,100. So you dropped down? A lot. Yeah. I think I won maybe 10 out of my 50 games. That's disgusting. In Master. Yeah, Master League is... I I don't like Master League, so I'm very, very happy that Great League is back, and actually I have a set of battles that I need to I do just tonight. hope it's not like other competitive games where if I don't play during a certain set, 
it affects my rank. Yeah, so it penalizes you if you don't actually play. Let's see. That was where I was. Let's see. What is Go Battle League? We've already talked about what Go Battle League is. If you're listening to this and you don't know what Go Battle League is, go check out our previous episodes or go check out a bunch of articles online. Um, also, if you're listening to this and you don't know what Go Battle League is, this is probably your first episode, and welcome. So, And thanks for sticking around this long. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, this is a... This episode's only less than an hour and a half long, so we're actually probably we're doing pretty, pretty solid as far as time. Let's see. No in-game events may vary for the following areas until further notice. So Japan, South Korea, and Italy, those are having some. Those are getting go battle league battles without having to go distance, I believe. Okay. So you immediately get your battles, if I know correctly. Maybe that or one kilometer. I mean, you can get one kilometer walking around your house. Yeah. Or putting your phone in a sock and twirling it around just check <laughs> we're your, not promoting that check your socks for tears you don't want your phone flying out at a random time that's an interesting psa from us over here at battle science check your socks for holes <laughs> let's see uh legendary and mythical pokemon are coming to go battle league so Darkrai, Ult- uh altered form giratina and thunderous are rare reward encounters for go battle league starting at rank four so i've heard a lot of mixed feelings about this that you can now get the legendaries from the Go Battle League. You can get it from four consecutive wins on the unpaid track, or the premium track is two wins. Does this kill the rating groups? I think with what's going on in the world right now, this is a great alternative. Mm-hmm. But from the people that I've talked to in our local community, they'd still rather go out and raid. I think the raid groups are still around because you're guaranteed to get a legendary Pokemon. In this, it is you have to selected. pay. You in can't this... use your free pass to do the premium track. No, but so this is a it's a reward. the The legendary Pokemon are in the pool for rewards. True, and if you're not you guaranteed win, to get it. Yeah, from if you win four battles in a non in the in the the regular track. Or you win two battles in the premium track. Yeah. So you're still using a uh, a pass, but a premium battle pass. The... If you if you go in the, the premium track, but the other thing is you're not guaranteed the legendary. Correct. You are, you are guaranteed a Pokemon from the pool. Right. So realistically, if you want to use a pass to better guarantee something, you might as well go out and you use the pass a on a raid because you are guaranteed that Pokemon. So that's my that's my thought for it. Yeah. It's a it's a it's a neat little thing because not everyone's going to be able to go out and raid. I imagine this is going to sort of continue along, maybe at higher ranks, maybe at certain periods of time or something, mm-hmm. or maybe within Ultra and Master League, they're, the pools are going to be different for the the rewards. Uh, I'll be interested to see how that sort of evolves with time. But let's see. Darkrai in the pool from March 6th to March 9th. So that's over. That's over. Alter form Giratina from March 13th to March 16th. Friday. So that's this next weekend or <laughs> Friday, this weekend. Friday, ironically enough, yeah. the 13th. And then they haven't talked about... Uh, for all other time periods, you'll have a chance to encounter legendary Pokemon Thunderous as a reward encounter for Go Battle League until further notice. They don't mention Cobalion or... Lugia. Lugia, which is interesting. So we'll have I to think sort of Lugia is just part of the special raid weekend. Yeah, I think we'll have to see. I imagine it's going to get added, but that'll have to be an update that they give us a little bit later. 
All right. So as we are recording live, there's the Go Battle League event to help with getting Cresselia, Reggie Steele, Swampert. What else am I missing? There's a couple other good stuff in raids in level three. The shiny, what is it? Timber. Timber is around in mm -hmm. raids with shiny. Uh, so that's was launched as well. Let's see. It was today. Oh, I feel bad. There was a timber raid at work. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah that's up. Let's see. Go Battle League Season 1 launch celebration from Friday, March 13th to Monday, March 16th, local time. More Pokemon thought to be powerful in Go Battle League will be available in raids, including Altered Form Giratina in five-star raids. Fighting-type Pokemon will also appear more frequently in the wild. Also, if you're lucky, you might find a shiny, t shiny timber. So, actually, this is that's this weekend. Okay. So shiny timber is starting not around Friday. right now. So, that's starting Friday. Your best bet would be battling and catching it on one-star raids. There will also be the following Go Battle League bonuses during the event period. You'll receive a premium battle pass when you win all five battles in a set on the premium track of Go Battle League. You'll be able to complete in seven sets of Go Battle League battles per day, up from the regular five sets to a total of 35 battles a day. That's only for the week, for Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Remember that. You'll receive bonus Stardust in the Go Battle League. So you already get a chunk of Stardust. You will get more chunks of Stardust, which mm. is awesome. Let's see. So... Go Battle League Season 1 updates. Following changes to Go Battle League for Season 1. Fine-tuning Go Battle League's uh, rewards. Depending on your rank, you will receive increased Stardust rewards and a different number of Charge and Fast TMs. I would argue the lower your rank, the more you should get, because the lower your rank, maybe the more you need it. <laughs> but I don't know. They're not going to listen to me. Winning matters much earlier in the ranks now. Ranks 2 and 3 now require a win to win a certain number of battles to advance to the next rank. Previously, wins mattered only beginning at rank 4, so you only had to play X number of games to get to rank 4 before having to win stuff. So now at ranks 2 and 3, you'll have to win a Did certain Did we amount. get to confirm that they're going to reset rank for everyone at the beginning of the season? Rank's not necessarily going to be reset. or So rank is going to get reset to other values. Your rank for the preseason is going to influence your season 1 rank. Okay. Starting rank. Okay. So and that's how, all starting Friday. How that's going to work and where that's going to put you, I have no idea. Hmm. I need to look into that because people were wondering initially if your Great League win or your Battles 1 medal counted towards your ELO and your ranking. I have, since I've not participated a lot in PvP, I don't have those medals. So I would be very interested if... It places you lower because If it places me lower because I don't. But I already... I also have chunk of knowledge of the pvp mechanics and matchups and stuff so i'll be very interested and i'll be very disappointed well, they don't care if, about your knowledge <laughs> yeah i'll be very disappointed if it makes it because i haven't won before I, I haven't played pvp enough before go battle league if it makes it more difficult for me to reach rank nine and ten because you're behind in that because i just didn't go out and participate in enough self cups or just play enough pvp right. beforehand so Again, I have to look that up. I don't actually know the details I think that's that. something they'd take into consideration. But again, they also dropped the line in the dev talk about how your skill in PvP doesn't matter and how we're ranking. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't. <laughs> that's a whole other topic. Yeah, there was a tweet. Maybe we'll talk about it after this. Maybe not. We'll... Yeah, There was a tweet 
from some of the game devs that was a little bizarre. So yeah, maybe I we'll probably talk about that after this. R- remind remind us chat. Let's see. Uh, Pokemon you can encounter and go battle league rewards will change for season one. So this is going to be the Lucha or Libre. P- is it Libra Pikachu or is it Lucha Pikachu? Libre. Because uh, I've called it Pikachu uh, Lucha Pikachu. It's Libre. Libre. Okay, I'm I'm wrong. Um, you just like calling it Lucha because po- it's, it's got it's, the mask. It's Pokemon Pikachu. Let's just call it that. Yeah, I'm Pokan good with that. Pikachu. Uh, Metagross will be guaranteed for your first encounter reward for season one. Cool. Uh, I assume it's going to have Meteor Mash. If it doesn't have Meteor Mash, then wah wah, that sucks. Uh, <laughs> at rank four, you'll have a chance to encounter Beldum. Wait, why would you get Beldum after Metagross? Okay. At rank seven, you'll have a chance to encounter Rufflet, making its Pokemon Go debut ahead of appearing in Safari Zone Philadelphia, which is bizarre because Philadelphia might get canceled. We still don't have word on that. So, yeah. Last but not least, the tough Pikachu Libre will be making its debut as a guaranteed reward encounter when you reach rank 10. Gosh, I hope it's not hard to reach rank 10. I do want that Libre Pikachu. In the future, Pikachu Libre will be available starting at lower ranks, but this season is your chance to challenge yourself to see if you can make it to rank 10. Trainers. Machops, uh, Machops, Norlax, Meditite will no longer appear as Go Battle League encounters, but you'll encounter Scraggy more often. Nice. These reward encounters might change next season, so be sure to give it your all and climb as high as you can in the rankings. Trainers. Odd that they keep putting comma trainers at the end. Like, I know you're talking about me. Trainers. Us trainers. Reach rank 10 to earn avatar items and and an avatar uh, pose inspired by me, Steven. Not actually me. (laughs) Steven is a Pokemon League champion in the Hoenn region. He's primarily metal, steel trainer. Metagross is one of his is his signature Pokemon. Steven is both an incredibly skilled Pokemon trainer and a kind and helpful mentor. Are we going to get Lance? Can we get Lance's cape? I want a cape in general. I want facial hair. Yeah, that too. There, there's other rants. Can we get uh, facial hair? Somebody was wanting uh, ginger hair in, uh, in Pokemon Go because I guess there isn't red hair or ginger hair in Pokemon Go yet. And it's like, okay, so we don't have bald head. We don't have a bald head. We don't have one different hairstyles, period. We don't have a whole lot of color options either. Facial hair. Um, and then overall, like the I, I wouldn't say that the clothing options is limited, but it could be better at it's this point. It's behind a paywall. Yeah, it's behind a paywall too. But then again, realistically, if the only thing that was behind a paywall was the avatar items were aesthetic items, I would be okay. I would be a lot more happy with Pokemon Go. Because like, <laughs> like that's what Fortnite does, where all of its aesthetic items are behind, are all monetary stuff, and you don't have to pay a dime to play the game legitimately. Yeah. So like that's awesome. You don't get any buffs or bonuses for paying. So it's all just flash. Yeah, it's all um, aesthetic items. There's another, it's another phrase for it. Maybe it is. I don't know. Cosmetic. Cosmetic. Yeah. It's only the only pay to w- pay to get stuff is cosmetic items. Let's see. Pikachu Libre will be the rank 10. Steven, the um, champion. Let's see. His dedication to battle makes his avatar items and avatar pose rewards perfect for the Go Battle League. I really want it because it's Steven. Also, Steven's theme is amazing. If you haven't listened to the Smash Ultimate remix of Steven's theme, go listen to it. It's amazing. I will listen to it in the morning to psych myself up on days that I need. When I need hype, I listen to that song. So go listen to that song. 
The pose is a reward exclusive to season one, so you will not be able to get that pose later. Although they don't make mention to that about the avatar items, the like outfit. his his outfit. So hopefully, I can get it. Even if I I'm, I want to reach rank ten, I'm not gonna re- reach I want to reach rank ten. I'm not going to reach rank ten. I'll say that now, season one, but I want to reach rank ten so I can get that. Uh, Pikachu Libre and the Steven Hashtag items. Goals. Yes. PvP goals. End of season one, you will receive an elite charge TM if you've reached rank seven or higher. This is huge. Introducing huge. elite charge TMs and elite fast TMs. By using an elite charge TM or elite fast TM, you'll be able to select the attack that your Pokemon learns. Not only that, but elite charge TMs and elite fast TMs will also allow Pokemon to learn attacks previously unavailable only during events such as raid days or community days the other asterisk to this is that any legacy move can be relearned that is something that i believe i believe it was ken over at the lured up podcast talked to niantic about when this information came out is that you want a blazekin with stone edge you can have a blazekin with stone edge using the Elite Charge TM. You want a Dugong with Icy Wind? You can get a Dugong with Icy Wind using the Elite Charge TM. You want a Mewtwo with both Shadow Ball and Psy Strike? Go crazy. Go for it. If you have a Rank 1 starter and you don't want to wait till December to give it the Community Day move that it doesn't have, the Elite Charge TM. But also recognize the Season 1 is three months long. Three months long? Three months long. Or no, is it a month and a half? Let me double check. I think it's a month and a half for season. I feel like it's longer. Um, let's see. Great League will run from March, April. All three leagues will be available from until season two will begin Friday, May 1st. So March, April, May. So three months. So you will get an Elite Charge TM if they continue that reward for the next season. You will get an Elite Charge TM Does at the end of season Does it say specifically Charge? It says for this one specifically, you'll receive an elite charge TM if you've re- reached rank okay, seven so or no higher. Fast, uh, no, no fast, no special teams. fast one. So that means if no we if ice shard dugong. if if the pattern if if it becomes a pattern where you get a single elite charge TM, if you reach over rank seven in Go Battle League each season, you will get one every three months. <coughs> I'm talking a whole lot and not drinking enough water. My throat's starting to feel dry. Fast TMs are not mentioned, which no. means fast TMs might be a rank reward within Go Battle League before the end of the season. Maybe. Which but will be then again, there's not as much things that benefit from a fast elite TM. Mew. <laughs> Mew. Uh, Mew is going to be anything, the craziest Anything one. with any of the fangs. Um, the one other asterisk to this, like as- double asterisk, is that you can't TM. If a Pokemon has hidden power and it's, say, it's a ghost hidden power, you can't TM it to a different type of hidden power. Because it's it based only, off IVs. Because it's based off of IVs, it will only have that. That's a good now, question, though. Now, the question is, if it has hidden power ghost and you trade it, can you then hidden power it to whatever hidden power it was supposed to have? Well, you could just or if fast it's TM that anyway. Does it? Will it so then it switch retains, to another? It retains the if it has ghost and you trade it, it'll keep ghost. Uh-huh. And then if you TM it, it'll TM to whatever it gets at that IV range. Okay, interesting. So, to my knowledge, yes, the elite charge TM 
is kind of an amazing resource, but you also have to recognize that it's only around very scarcely as far as season one is concerned. It could be something where they start to hand them out a little bit more often. How and in what scenarios we have to see if rank seven is anything, if the season one is anything like the preseason, getting to rank seven isn't difficult. Getting to rank 10 is going to be the the more hurdle di- di- more difficult hurdle to, to jump over so one thing i will say with what i recognize in preseason mm. grind to 10 as quick as possible because it's going to be harder to get yeah yeah and we'll see actually the other difficult thing is we'll have to see what the what are the ranks look like the when, launching pad yeah when if they if they take the data from the preseason and put it into season one how difficult is that going to make? What was adjusting? it? There was the meme of uh, who's the guy that owns the power plant in uh, Simpsons? I don't know. I haven't seen Simpsons. You the old guy. I forget his name. But basically, it's a whiteboard and it says, Rank nine, you'll be here forever. Oh, Burns. Burns, okay. Thanks, YTX Pikachu. <laughs> yeah. The rank nine tier. You're going to be here forever. Yeah, don't. Uh, don't put me in a room and ask what TV shows and movies I've seen. <laughs> you'll you'll begin to hate me real quick. I'm what some people would call uncultured. So rank or season one coming up on Friday. If you're listening to the podcast today, it's today. <laughs> get get excited. It's going to be crazy. Uh, obviously, everyone's really happy that Great League is where we're starting. Yeah, the most versatile league. Um, going into it, if there's one recommendation I can make, prepare for the base, the basic meta. I know there's a term for it, and I don't know if I can legally say it on the air, but Altaria is oh, okay. going to be around. Swampert's going to be around. I took me Mel Metal is going to be about. around, and uh, the BBM. Azumarill. Yeah, yeah. Prepare in advance for that because this is ranked. This is the official first season. Yeah. It is going to be try hard mode. I haven't I haven't seen that's true. In the preseason since I've gone back to doing Great League battles, I haven't seen like the hardcore meta. I've no, seen it's just it. been casual. I've seen play. it yeah, I've seen it uh mix up a bunch. This I've is the been testing running, period, if anything. Yeah, I've actually been running a toxic team of Escavalier, Flygon, and um Grass Dark. Shiftry? Shiftry. And actually, I've been pretty happy with it. Yeah, because it's a lot of it's. I think once season one starts, though, it'll go back to that basic formula. Yeah, that's true. I but I I think there's going to be some play because a lot more a lot more people that haven't played Pokemon Go that didn't play Pokemon Go PvP initially that started with the preseason are going to have more knowledge. True. So I think it yeah, is, it's going to be a little bit more challenging this time around. I think I think that because it's still blind threes, you're gonna you're going to hit some random teams sometimes that are going to wreck your team comp. You're just not going to expect. So yeah, it's be prepared for it, but just know that everyone's going to be running. The people that are trying to power level within the first day or two are going to be the ones running the basic meta. The unintelligent. No, I don't want to say unintelligent. It's uninformed. The uninformed are going to be running the standard, uh, the standard spread. But I feel like, like myself, um, and other content creators and stuff are going to be running more, I don't want to say spicy teams, yeah. but something that can perform 
a little bit more varied or if I were to make a recommendation of something to run on your team, Shiftry. I agree with you running Shiftry. The amount of spam. Well, you have Darkrai, you have Altaria, you have Melmetal, all those things it's going to hit neutral for uh-huh. with its dark moves. Uh, Defense Deoxys will be around. It'll hit that. It'll hit Azumarill. It'll hit um, Swampert for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, meta is meta for a reason. Yeah. Yeah, but I think there's enough people that are running off meta that the, like, if there isn't a consistency, then the meta, the meta isn't it gets solid. Stale. Yeah, or the meta, it's not, meta doesn't get stale, but it gets like, it goes from like a a meta cake in density to like a meta soup, and <laughs> that it's it's very inconsistent and it's all over the place. Yeah, you try to you try to bake a soup, in a nod. Nah, no, now I'm just being dumb. <laughs> what about it's you? Just gonna if you go had to make a recommendation place. for Great League to begin with. What's your one pick you would do? Uh, I really... So, fighters are a lot of fun for me. I think Metacham to an extent, but I've really liked running... Uh, a Scavalier has a kit that is super diverse. It's not necessarily a fighter, but running it with counter can help beat out your tanks. Uh, aerial, Having it Aerial Ace, I just, out of nowhere... I So don't run infernape but somebody was running infernape <laughs> and was go- switched into my scavalier and i was like dude i got i got aerial ace i hit him with an aerial ace they didn't know it they did not shield and got one shot by aerial ace and i'm like well, that's what you get so i think a scavalier's kit is awesome a scavalier i powered one up here for for toxic and i am loving it it's it's awesome i think um not scraggy scraggy Scrafty. Scrafty. I think Scrafty's a lot of fun too. It having dark moves can help beat out defense deoxys and stuff as well. Those those pesky psychics. I think Cresselia, Scraggy. For sure. Yeah. Scraggy is awesome as well. So I think I think within Scrafty. the fighters, Scrafty. I think within the fighters there's a there's a lot of variance. Not to mention like with weekends like this where Melmetal or not Melmetal but uh Registeel and Cresselia both coming back, Scrafty would hit both those. Actually now that now that you mention it, they said that Scrafty is going to come out. They said Scrafty it's going was going to be a more common reward. Well, they said Scrafty was going to be exclusive to rewards in preseason, but we're getting a fight. They've said fighting type Pokemon are going to be spawning in the wild so there this might next be a weekend. Chance. There might be a chance that Scra- Scraggy is going to be spawning in the wild this weekend. How much you bet? Awesome. How much you want to bet they put in seven K eggs? Uh, Tell me I'm wrong. And with that, the episode is over. <laughs> tell me I'm we'll, wrong. We'll talk to you look guys me, in two weeks. Look me in the eye and tell me I'm wrong. You're not wrong. I know. You're not wrong. I wouldn't be surprised if they put it into five, seven, or ten Ks. Oh, is nothing is nothing sacred anymore. I mean, realistically, right now Ferrothorn was in or Ferrothorn was in ten Ks for the longest time, and it's now Fair a seed. weekly Fair seed. It's now a weekly research reward, which is nice. So yeah, it's one of those ones I don't think we see too often. No, especially for us living here in the wooded areas, you would think we'd see that a little bit more. It's a grass type for yeah sake, and it's a very niche type, grass and steel. You don't see many of those. It's super weak to fire, and that's it. Yeah, so it resists the steel grass combo, um, gives it a ton of resistances. As I sound like I'm stuffed again. 
No, it's just the cold. Head cold. But yeah, we want to thank you all for. I think that's pretty much it, right? For tonight, I episode. would say so. Do you want to go back to that tweet that was about what the Niantic staff were talking about for? Oh yeah, let's just quickly cover that. Um, let's see. So that would be. Oh boy. That wasn't the Pokemon Go. That was Niantic. No, it was Niantic. So. So Niantic put out a dev blog to talk about season one changes and some of the things they were doing. And one of the comments in their dev blog video was how when they were looking at ranking, they weren't taking in your win-loss more or less into consideration. No, uh, that's not. Let's see. Or how good you were at PvP. Um, so it was posted on Pokemon Go. Um, let's see. So catching Pokemon from different parts of the world was something that they um, Having specified. Having more variety. I, eh, I don't want to play this on the podcast per se you could just look at the top comments and see so where. let's see i pogo got him tweets here he doesn't necessarily quote it so don't take this as a quote from the video but he says matt said that you shouldn't be ranked based on how good you are at the mechanics of the game so he i think i think the sort of reference was he said you shouldn't be ranked based on how good of the mechanics are of the game it's about the different pokemon that you catch from around the world and your experience with those Pokemon and the so memories your you have and, and stuff. Versatility. And it's one of those things of like, okay, yeah, I have like cool memories of these Pokemon, but I have cool memories of these Pokemon performing well and using them in battles, not necessarily like memories of catching them per se. And just because I have good memories of a Pokemon doesn't mean that they perform better in PvP. Right, it's like, like I went I'd on a family that, trip but... to Australia and caught this Kangaskhan. But it sucks at PvP. But because I have good memories of it, it performs well, right? As I stare, yeah, as I stare <laughs> at Jesse uh, intensely. So it's it's a, a kind of a long stream tonight. We, uh, Jim Corn, we we didn't quite start when you uh, when you popped in. Yeah, so. you left us to go catch Pokemon. Yeah, this this podcast episode is going to go on around two around two hours. So, which is I think a little consistent. That's about standard for us yeah. at this point. With so, all the events and stuff we get told. Yeah, so the... the uh, It's a weird statement coming from the developers of Pokemon Go PvP saying you should be ranked based on how well you know the mechanics. So then, like, why have the mechanics be consistent? Yeah. It's like, why not make it random? I, maybe? I don't know. It seems... That seems weird. It seems like a weird statement, and it's not... It's it's not. A lot of people were questioning. There's like, a lot of hey, gray what? in it. Um, let's see. Um, it's cool to see the um the. Not feedback, but it's cool to see the the content of it and them, like they just today, they did a Niantic did an internal PvP tournament, I guess. And it was cool to see them showcase that and and talk about, hey, we did a PvP tournament here so in the we office. So we get to experience what you guys do. Yeah, and so it's it was interesting. It's interesting to see and hear a bit more of a look into Niantic in their development process. Um, see the people who are behind making the game and uh, controlling, not controlling, developing and influencing the game. 
and see them play the game themselves as well because mm-hmm. it's a huge facepalm when it's a pincer versus a weavile and the pincer goes for vice grip rather than going for superpower which is super effective well i mean the benefit of vice grip is it's a shield bait sure but multiple times even when shields were out they were mm-hmm. going for vice grip which you know facepalm if if you yeah if you yeah yeah ytx pikachu we're talking about that right now yeah of of Niantic's first trainer versus trainer tournament is cool. Like I liked the format of it. I wish I wish we were able to see more than just a single battle. But you know, for the most part, baby like, steps, baby steps. Yeah, I think it's a, it was a cool first look into to them playing against each other and stuff. I would hope that them as developers, even if they're not good at Go Battle League, that they're participating in Go Battle League and they're. Seeing the errors seeing that we see. Seeing the errors that we see playing against other players that we play against, that they're actually participating in the game because you're doing the wrong thing if you're developing a game and then not playing it or playtesting it. That's a whole other sort of... Tangent. Yeah, tangent <laughs> if you know you want to want me to go into that. Um, sorry for the spring guitar sound. Um, but yeah, it's good to see the Niantic's dev team is taking steps to let you guys know that, hey, <coughs> we're playing it too. It's not just us listening to you complain about the stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's 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 awesome to see. Hey, thanks, guys. Kenny. Uh, hate to be the bearer of bad news, but we're actually just wrapping up we're the just podcast. We're about to finish, yeah. We're, eh, let's stay on stream for a while after. We can stay on stream. Yeah, if anyone wants to hang out after, we will be here. They, they did... Yeah, the Ni- the Niantic trainer versus trainer battle did the show show six pick three. So silver format. Yeah, they did s- sort of silver arena format, which was interesting. Interesting. The other sort of at the team, um, the, the rule set for it was only Pokemon caught in twenty twenty couldn't be evolved or something. Only no, only one Pokemon traded. Only one Pokemon could be a traded Pokemon. The rest had to be self-caught, and they all had to be within 2020. Mm-hmm. I would have loved to have seen more of like their full teams and stuff and see more than just a battle. Because also, was it just best of one? I mm-hmm. hope it wasn't best of one. I haven't Hopefully watched the Hopefully it was yet. best of three. But those are like details that they just didn't elaborate on. And I'd love to see more. And I'd love to see Niantic do, probably not maybe weekly, bi-weekly tournaments of them in the office or whatever. I know that they have an office here in western Washington, and I'd love to invite them down if any of them are listening to if we do uh, an extra life event here in, within 2020. I'd love for them to come down. I'd love to to shake hands and I I'm not going to be that hater. It's going to be like, no, you're not doing it enough. Like the amount of work that they've put in and the consistent consistency that they've done in what's it called? Um, I'm doing more ums. I am so sorry. The, at least he anoints it yeah i mean i say um too much i've been recognizing i've been saying ums and i need to i've been work i've been struggling this episode to, to try and cut that <laughs> back on those the i can't think of the word it's the support continuing support of the game the fact that they haven't They've been a lot more less transparent than they have the last couple of yes, years. yes they've been more communicative of what they're working on, what they're looking at, some more of the behind the scenes. Now let's just the fact push that they for haven't uh, calendar in game. 
an in-game calendar would be amazing. There's a ton of quality of life updates that we would all love, but what they've done so far, they've actually they, it it seems like they actually care. More so, so than the last 3 years. Yeah, so I'm very happy the the state of the game is improving. So I very much appreciate that. And so, Pokemon Go is not dead. Nope. Nope. No it no it's not. I think less people are saying that now, which I appreciate. Yeah. So it's making a comeback. I love it. All right. I think that's going to be it for the podcast recording. If you guys are here on Twitch, which I don't, I haven't looked at how many people are on. Eh, we got, we got a chunk. Uh, we can hang out after we wrap up the recording. We will still be live on Twitch, but we will, the podcast episode, it will be over. If you guys have any last questions, stream chat, uh, shoot them at us now. Uh, to go back to the very beginning, it's something that we should have done. I am one of your hosts, Stephen, aka a boy in the woods. Joining me as always is Jesse Rocket Admin J. <laughs> Where Thank are you. we? Thank you for yeah. Let's just restart the episode right now. Let me just replay the intro. No, <laughs> YouTube rewind. Oh God, please no! Don't hit the YouTube rewind button. Not that I would have a YouTube uh-huh. rewind button. That's hot. <laughs> <laughs> what? Never mind. I'm really bad at references. Okay. Yeah, I don't get that reference. Thank you all for joining us. Yes. You know where to follow us. Uh, at battle underscore sign. If you don't know, at battle score under battle <laughs> words on Twitter at battle underscore science. Discord. We have a link on Podbean uh, in the podcast descriptions. Anywhere podcasts can be listened to. Not necessarily everywhere. There's probably one or two small like niche places that we're not on. We're on Spotify. We're on Google Play. We are on iTunes. Spotify and Google Play and iTunes will then disperse it to other locations that just grab that info. So if you're listening on somewhere else, awesome. Thank you. You can listen to us live on Twitch, twitch.tv slash battle science. We're going to be doing, in April, we've got one, maybe two regionals we're going to be streaming. We haven't confirmed with, with the second with the second group. We probably should talk to them at some point here, give them some details. I feel like we're kind of slacking in that instance. Like I was saying in the previous episodes, we are just two guys you know, sitting in a basement recording this. So um, we have... Limited resources. Limited resources, a.k.a. time is not our ally. I go grow older by the second. We've got some cool things coming down the pipe. YouTube account that should be getting some stuff uploaded here quick. I was about to push live the video, the VOD of our extra live stream. And then I looked at the, I was like scrolling through it because it's like hidden on our, our YouTube page and realized that it wasn't the entire stream of the extra life. So I'm like, okay, great. And I have to put these stitch these together so that we have the full the full tournament and stuff so but we'll have content up on our youtube page here soon working on some other stuff uh if anyone's interested in working with us for an extra life event probably in september of 2020 the in the self arena off season uh i would really like to do something we don't have any details yet so if you got any ideas shoot them to us shoot us a dm our dms are open Please don't DM us like lewd pictures. That's something I don't appreciate. Uh, not that we've gotten any yet. I don't know. Do, do you think we've made it when we get? No, I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to condone that behavior. <laughs> you want me to answer that question? I'm gonna. Do, please don't do that. Please don't do that to anyone. 
it, including us. So let's see. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for tuning in. Podcast episode every two weeks. Yes, encouragement. I don't want to encourage that behavior. So every other week. So this is recording on the Tuesday on the 10th. The next episode will probably be recorded on the 24th of March and will go up on the 27th of March. In that instance, we'll be talking about the next month's cup and probably a bunch of other topics because this PVP train does not stop. So thank you everyone for tuning in and we will catch you guys out on the battlefield.